0: Audible presents a must-hear article from the pages of Harvard Business Review. When you're finished listening, be sure to go to audible.com and enter Harvard Business Review in the search box. You'll find our extensive HBR archive and learn how to subscribe to our monthly audio edition. Now, in Capture More Value, Stefan Michel, a professor of marketing and service management at IMD in Lausanne, Switzerland, writes that innovation isn't worth much— if you don't get paid for it. When Switzerland-based Vestergaard introduced its LifeStraw technology, it proved it could innovate. LifeStraws remove 99.99999% of bacteria and 99.9% of protozoan cysts from contaminated water. The product is a favorite of aid organizations. Over the past decade, LifeStraws have been distributed after almost every disaster. But not every place with bad drinking water is a relief zone. 780 million people in the world lack access to clean water in their daily lives. So Vestergaard saw a much larger potential market than its NGO customer base and proved that it could innovate in another way. The challenge was LifeStraw's cost, which is beyond the means of most households in developing countries the company found a clever means for families to fund their purchases, with carbon-offset credits. Thanks to the worldwide carbon emissions trade, any documented CO2 savings can now be monetized, and using live straws means not having to burn petrol or wood to boil dirty water. Vestergaard's Carbon for Water initiative has enabled hundreds of thousands of Kenyan families to pay for its product, growing its business substantially. Both these kinds of innovation, one in value creation, the other in value capture, are important, but most companies focus only on the first. Sometimes a business can get away with failing to think about value capture if it sells plenty of its new offerings through existing approaches. But when value capture goes unexamined, money is usually left on the table, and sometimes the only thing that can save a business is finding a way to capture value. This is the situation in which many publishing companies find themselves as more consumers than ever are accessing content while revenue streams to producers are drying up. It can also confront young, new economy businesses, for example, Facebook. With 1.3 billion active monthly users, Facebook has an undisputed ability to create value for customers. But as the highly volatile share price testifies, it is not at all clear that the company will figure out how to capture enough value to justify its hefty market capitalization and price-earnings ratio. To benefit from both kinds of innovation, companies need to think about value capture more imaginatively and as a matter of course. In this article, I'll present 15 ways I've seen firms capture new value clustered under five focal points of change. Such a framework is an important step toward developing a common language around value capture, a concept that, like business model reinvention, is hard for many executives to get a handle on. It should help managers identify value capture twists that could work for them. The innovation blind spot. In constant pursuit of the new, businesses maintain R&D labs, conduct pilots, crowdsource ideas, use open innovation, To top managers, it may seem that investment in innovation is enormous. Yet even avid innovators often have a blind spot when it comes to value capture. They may assume that if value is created, rewards will follow. Indeed, one reason value capture innovation tends to be overlooked is that companies that do it well often simultaneously innovate in value creation, and the latter tends to take center stage. For example, when Netflix became a mortal threat to Blockbuster, it was easy to chalk up its victory to greater value creation. And it's true that Netflix deftly capitalized on new digital capabilities to offer personalized recommendations and could avoid presenting customers with shelves picked clean of current hits. But the death blow came from the value capture side. The brick-and-mortar incumbents' revenue model relied heavily on late fees. Netflix introduced a subscription model that milked higher revenue from the same tendency to be tardy without vilifying customers in the process. Even managers who know they should worry about value capture often reduce the subject to pricing. Pricing is important, of course, and there is a rich literature devoted to managing it well. But changing a tag from $9.50 to $9.99 or running a buy-one-get-one-free promotion does not constitute innovation. Value capture involves more fundamental considerations with greater strategic implications. Therefore, the first step toward innovating in value capture is simply to make people conscious of it. Open managers' eyes to novel approaches like Vestergaard's and Netflix's, and the blind spots disappear. Go a step further and contemplate multiple examples, such as the ones below, and patterns emerge. Changing the Price-Setting Mechanism The first group of innovations involve the mechanism or rationale by which prices are established. The most familiar of them is value-based pricing— This occurs when a company stops setting prices by simply marking up production costs or calibrating against competitors' prices and instead charges according to the offering's worth to the customer. A good example involves Ecosyn Lubric, a product sold by Bossard, which supplies fasteners to John Deere and others.